You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 117, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says God is asking us to take a step of faith, not a leap of faith. What is your next step? I love that. Joining me on today's show is Jeremy Holstrom. Jeremy transitioned out of 17 years of full-time pastoral ministry in 2017 to start Jeremy Holstrom Coaching as a certified John C. Maxwell coach. His passion is to help busy yet motivated professionals succeed professionally, personally, and of course in business. And through coaching and speaking and training, Jeremy helps individuals lead with clarity and helps teams to accomplish more. Now on today's show, Jeremy is going to share how we need to bring encouragement and insight that God works different in various seasons. So important both in life and in business and how to recognize signs that God wants to do something different. He's also going to talk about how entrepreneurship is ministry and getting clarity on how God has chosen you and to use you in business and for his glory is essential. We need to do that as well as adversity creates opportunity. In the natural adversity is deemed detrimental, but you know what? A catalyst for growth for those who see this through the eyes of faith and so much more. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Well, thank you, Henry. I appreciate having me on and uh, inviting me onto this podcast. And, you know, I had a chance to really this last couple of weeks to listen to some of your other uh, interviewees and, and then also to just listen to their story and their journey and just phenomenal insight. So I just want to say thank you because I'm really honored to be on the show. And I think you just bring such value uh, to the audience listening. So thanks oh, again. Thank you. And uh, we're really honored to, to have you share your journey as well, a bit of your testimony, and of course, the insights, which is so important, we need to be reminded of every day as Christian entrepreneurs. And I love how uh, one of the things you want to talk about is bringing encouragement and insight that God works, you know, different in us, different seasons, and how do we recognize when he wants us to do something different? So I'd love for you, you mean, we mentioned in the introduction that uh, you were working for 17 years in full-time pastoral ministry, and in yeah. 2017, you decided that you wanted to start your coaching business. And I imagine you've got so much wealth of knowledge and uh, experience to bring to that. But what happened for you? Take us back to that time where you felt that God was really calling you to now coach and, and really support executives and, and professionals? Sure, that's a great question. 17 past, uh, years of pastoral ministry, I was honored and privileged to serve uh, three different churches in three different states. And then so uh, the first uh, 15 years of full-time ministry was on the West Coast. So Washington is where I started my home state and then down to Southern California. I was there for about seven years. And then we made a transition. I had an opportunity to come and serve at just a phenomenal large church here in the St. Louis area. Mm -hmm. Some of you are not from the States. It's right in a, really the middle of America. And so I was on staff for about a year and a half, a uh, church of about 3,500, 4,000 members on the weekend and a staff mm -hmm. of about 40 people. So large church and just a great opportunity for my family to come and be part of it. About a year and a half into it, um, I was actually brought into an executive board meeting 
kind of unannounced and mm-hmm. sat down with a couple of the executive pastors and says, hey, we hate to bring this to your attention, uh, but we're realigning the department that you were brought out to do, and your role is no longer going to exist. Mm-hmm. And so here it is two weeks later, I was brought out for this amazing opportunity, and it was an amazing opportunity, but everything that I thought was going to be maybe permanent or semi-permanent became very temporal. And really at that moment, um, I just took about three weeks off just to really uh, just to step away and not to react, but just to respond, spend mm. time with my family, just get refreshed a little bit and allow God to speak to me in a different way. And it was a struggle. It was a struggle because the first two ministry transitions from Washington to California and from California to St. Louis, um, I essentially, God spoke to me about dictating those transitions. So God was moving on my heart through fasting and through prayer and being on the same page with my wife. And just talking to mentors and others with an outside voice to kind of help us see God color in those transitions. Then here I am, I'm in a board reading, boardroom meeting, and then really that really decision is made for me. Yes. Uh, but really, I believe that when we're of Christ, we're in him, is that life happens for us and life does not happen to us. Mm. And so when adversity happens, I know that God is moving, he's working, he's creating an avenue of opportunity for me. And so in this last season, God definitely spoke to me different (laughs) in the fact that he allowed this transition to be caused on the ministry side of things and allowed me to really step into coaching. Mm. And to really, it's really, be honest with you, deep in my heart, it's something that I wanted to do. But I felt like, you know, I'll I'll wait till something and maybe semi-retired, maybe put in 10 more years of ministry and then start coaching, consulting, leading that way. I think God God saw fit that the time was now and the time was now to step into it. So that's how it really began for me. It, it, it began as a, a potential adverse moment and just a realigning and, and just to say, um, God, what are you up to now? Yes. God, what do you want to do? I, I know my heart's right. I my heart to serve people's right. My heart for the local church hasn't changed. Mm. My heart to serve people hasn't changed. So what are you up to? And really about three weeks into it, deciding what I wanted to do moving forward, I just didn't have that same want to. Uh, to go work vocational ministry. Mm. And so that's really when I began to explore and to begin to journal and think and, and allow God just to resurface this dream that was maybe on the shelf for a while mm. and uh, just some clarity with my wife. She's an entrepreneur and she's really led the way about six years before me. Mm. So having my wife really behind me and say, honey, let, let's do it. Let's get the certification. Her business started to thrive and grow at the point to where that income sustained our family. and mm. says, just go for it. It's, yes. it's got the time, you've got the window. And so that's really how it began for me in my journey uh, this last year in the coaching lane. Yeah, I love that. And um, there's so many insights there that we can take from that. But don't you love it when you you have a bit of an idea and then God wants to fast track that. And sometimes you just love to have a bit of an insight as to, to that. But I think, you know, every, as you said so beautifully and wonderfully, that uh, everything that happens is for his purpose. And, and really it's a, around a, the attitude and approach that we had sure. uh, have to that. And, uh, and now, of course, you're able to take all of that. I want you to speak a little bit, particularly if someone is experiencing going through that season of something is happening, because I think there are so many people who are having conversations at, at work that they had, you know, a number of years, decades planned out, and then all of a sudden, we're no longer, you know, your services are no longer required there can be real sure. desperation in that. What are some other insights? Maybe there were some Bible verses that you really found sure. um, were helpful for you sure. because maybe, just maybe, this is someone's new season where God yeah. wants them to now s- to spend uh, and develop in entrepreneurship. What are some insights? 
Sure, absolutely. That's a great question. And these are so things are pretty fresh because I have, have the processes here. This last year, so it's still very fresh and very real. And I'm, I'm still very much in the process of that. But I'll say a, a verse that I really held on to was Romans 8:28. Is that uh, you know, as we know that all things work together for the good of those that are, are called according to his purpose by his name. And so I know. Uh, just encouragement to your viewers is that God has called us um, into his purpose. And so I know that um, my heart's right. I know that I want to serve him. And I know that there's a purpose. There's a purpose for your listeners and your viewers as well. And I know that God works all. So there's a point where I've done all that I can do. We've done all that we can do. And we just need to let God work. This is according to his purpose. It's going to be in a way that's going to bring him glory and the timing of it. I think for me, the thing that God has really shown himself a new and fresh to me that I've needed in this season is that God works in seasons, everything he works in seasons. And sometimes we cannot control the length of a particular season. Maybe I thought here pastoral ministry was a longer season coming to St. Louis to be part of the church. I thought was going to be a longer season. Mm -hmm. And so what God has shown me is that sometimes the, the, the length of a season and the dictation of the season um, that he wants to have a say in that. And because he knows what's, good for us. He knows the best thing for us, and he knows what he has planned for us. And for me, he confirmed that right now is the time to really step into the coaching lane and to not just serve churches, not just serve the faith community, mm -hmm. but to step outside and serve a business community that desperately needs a pastoral voice, yes. that needs a faith voice, that needs another voice contrary to what we're experiencing uh, in our society today. Yes. One of the things I'd love you to speak a bit more into this is one of the things when uh, that I have found in my own life and that I've seen and through the conversations that I've had uh, with the guests on this show is that often when God is moving us to a different well, vocation or, or business or season in our life, that is when the enemy starts to move to because he does not want us to step in to, to the God's purpose. What are some things that you can share, whether you, you know, the enemy spoke to you, you know, that's where he starts to discourage us. That's where he wants to speak into our lives to disappoint us. So what was, sure. what are some things that we need to be mindful of? And maybe there was, again, some verses that, uh, sure. that, that you reminded yourself on. And, and just a reminder, we need to put on that armor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, but things not yet seen. And so the, the beautiful thing I love about that word, that word is as now faith is. Faith isn't waiting for the formulation. It's not waiting uh, for all the things for us to see before we take that step. And like I talked about earlier in the show, actually you lead it in earlier in the show, is God is looking for us to take a step. And I think sometimes as, as long as we can hold on to his word mm -hmm. and we just are assured of that next step, faith will meet us. Mm -hmm. Faith is now. If I take that step now, if uh, um, I start this journey now, if I start this confession now, if I look beyond the natural now, if I look beyond my self-imposed limitations now, and how the, I think really the enemy really tried to speak some limiting um, things to me is in the mind. And I think mm -hmm. it, it starts with the mind. If that's where, uh, if he can get a hold of our mind, then he can get a hold and dictate of the direction. Yes. And so for me, the things that, uh, just to be transparent, the things that really challenged me and I really had to battle with my thought life for things like, well, what makes you think that this really is God? I mean, isn't pastoral ministry the holiest calling? So are you in it for the money? Are you in it because you can't handle it anymore? Are you in it because maybe, you know, you weren't succeeding in ministry? 
Um, what makes you think that you can become an entrepreneur? All you know, so just those limiting beliefs of this now, this transition is to try to cause, um, to see myself less than, to see mm -hmm. myself not able to do what God's put in my heart to do. But for me, I've held on to Hebrews 11, when now faith is. If I take the step now, I, I, I walk that confession out now, and then God has just met me in every single step of the way but it's, it's the mind and it's uh, just the mindset of if you know i've been in and really pastoral ministries is you know i had a direct report um i had an executive pastor over me as a support pastor and so now that that is gone you know can i do this on my own yes and so another scripture too is hebrews 12 1 fix our eyes on jesus because he is the perfecter the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith and uh you know, I just, I just had to begin to just to fix my eyes on what he's called me to do is don't look at the opposition. Don't look at where's maybe finance is going to come from. Don't look at where are the coaching clients going to come from, but just to really get grounded in who I am. I'm his and I'm in him. Man, my heart wants to serve people. I want to make him famous. My desire is to do something phenomenal for his kingdom in the business world and to do something that, you know, the natural world may not understand people yes. in ministry. I've been with uh, in ministry for years and on staff at other churches and kind of scratching their head. You're doing what? <laughs> you stepped out to do what? Now, sometimes uh, we have to be careful of even the people around us mm. and the, the people that would say something out of curiosity, but we would say it as, wow, they don't believe in me. Wow, mm. they're questioning me. And so really to hold on to God's word. And, I, and there's so many moving pieces when you go to do something new is you have to really fix your eyes on that what remains. Yes. Scripture remains. The beautiful thing I love about Scripture is it remains and it's steadfast, but it's also constantly changing and showing us different glimpses, aspects, and different angles of how we see it as we take a new faith journey. And I love how he just continues to reveal the same thing that I read over and over again mm. in Scripture, but now it's just fresh and alive and it's new and it's, it's so much part of my journey um, because a new season presents us to see and hear and trust God in a different way. Yes, I love that. And uh, as you were sharing some of those verses, I, I just had a thought, you know, we often will say, what's the best business book that you could sure. read? And we're reminded, you know what, turn to the Bible. There is there sure. scripture there that uh, can certainly be used in any situation to celebrate, to, you know, gratitude yeah. and even the challenges faced. And you know what I really uh, think is just so beautiful in you bring um, a, a pastoral understanding and knowledge of the Bible and can now apply that in the business world. Because sometimes, and this is not judging it, you know, when, when pastors minister their flock, that sometimes can be for the business owners. Um, how can we apply this to kingdom businesses? You know, yeah. and I love that you're going to talk about entrepreneurship is ministry. Because if you think about the opportunity, like we are talking to one another, we're streaming live on Facebook. Who knows where God's going to take this message? Yeah. When we build kingdom businesses and grow an income, yes, dare I say it, not because we love money, but because we know that with extra profits and money, we can contribute to organizations who are on the ground in countries that just don't have the economy that we're blessed with in the US, within Australia and other, you know, Western civilizations. So as entrepreneurs who are building kingdom businesses, there's so much opportunity. So let's share. Getting clarity on how God has sure. chosen to use you in business for his glory is essential. Sure. 
Absolutely. And I would just maybe speak to entrepreneurs and like myself, a budding entrepreneur making a transition, I think, to encourage you in just a couple of things on how really our faith transcends into the business world. Is first, I'll share with just a quick uh, testimony. Uh, when I started uh, in the business lane, I went to our uh, local county's chamber of commerce. Um, it was at a country club. It was a luncheon. It was a as a leadership luncheon, and there's probably about 200 of some of the most influential business leaders and, and government, local government officials in the room, and I'm looking around. It's such really a foreign environment for me. It's not a pastor's conference or mm. things like that, but, you know, just, I was just, God, just use me. God, just use me. I'm, I'm here for you. I'm, I'm here for you. Mm. I take all the pressure off me. I'm not going to have all the answers, and I'm not going to be maybe at the level of understanding in the business world that some of these folks are, but God, I know I'm here for a reason. So I was at a table with about 10 people. I just began to share my story as we were eating lunch, and I began to share that I was uh, coming out of a pastoral lane, and that's been my lane, and, and serving him that way. And, and, and at the end of the luncheon, about an hour and a half later, things were closing out. This gentleman, he was a, uh, he was a franchise owner of a, a local franchise of a national franchise, very influential in the business world in that community. And so once the luncheon is over, he pulled me aside. Everyone's leaving, and uh, they're starting to tear down the tables. And it's really just an empty conference room here at this posh country club with him and I. Mm. And he says, uh, number one, he says, I respect the fact that you transitioned out of ministry, and it seems like you have a healthy, happy heart. That wasn't the case for me and my brother. Um, just to give you background, my brother and I went through seminary. Um, I was uh, going to be a, a minister, and some, just some disappointing things happened. Mm. He said, my brother actually started a church, and the church folded, and it collapsed, and some very hurtful things happened to my brother in the process. And at this point, he started holding back tears, and he, and, and he was about ready to cry, and he says, he is not the man that I recognize. He was, I looked up to him. He was my pillar of faith, and because of those vulnerabilities, he's led him to a place of addictive behaviors. He says, I don't even know the brother that I knew about 10 years ago. Would you pray for me and my brother? So here it is. It's, it's an empty country club room all the tables are folded down and here I'm, I'm, I'm joining hands and praying with this gentleman and it just reminds me of Jesus Nicodemus coming to Jesus mm -hmm. after hours and Jesus can I pull you aside I, I, I'm struggling with some things and really being just to be an encouragement to those there that are maybe thinking about that gap or maybe been real closet about their faith or or they're um, you know thinking how God can maybe tie that into your business mm -hmm. and just because I said God use me just give me those opportunities and it's really done those Nicodemus type situations where people come in after hours or it's maybe a phone call or maybe it's an email or maybe it's seeing them in public. Hey, can we talk for a few minutes? I think I have something. I don't have a pastor in my life. I just maybe think you can give me some insights and encouragement to some things. Mm. So I would just maybe say that those are the types of things that God is looking for. And is he going to use everybody that way? Absolutely not. Mm. Some of you, it's going to be done through your excellence. It's going to be done through your product. In Daniel 6, the scripture says, is Daniel had an excellent spirit. Mm -hmm. Daniel had an excellent spirit. And what that means is his spirit was excellent. So you think of all the, all the things that encompasses an excellent, excellent spirit. It's faith. It's prayer. It's steadfastness. It's integrity. And all of those things that if we just have an excellent spirit in the things that God has called us to, it's going to translate into our product. It's going to mm -hmm. translate into our ability to serve people. It's going to translate into God opening up doors and giving us favor that we didn't deserve, uh, doors we didn't come knocking at, things are going to present itself to us. And so if we just operate in an excellent spirit, sensitive to him, and I have a friend who's a very successful entrepreneur, and he started his business right before the downturn of the economy and in 2007. 
And he says, God, he says, not only did his business thrive, he grew 33% every year through the negative economy. And he says that God has literally given me, uh, he's given me supernatural insight to my Mm -hmm. industry that I won't read in a book. I can't find in a conference. God has just given me promptings. God has led me and he's directing me. And I would just say, if we recognize the season and it's your time to start a business, a new arm of your business, to maybe start, you know, expand your business. And I believe if we take that step and we honor him and that we just desire to have that excellent spirit, I believe that those are the kind of things that God is looking for. And I would just say maybe an excellent spirit. And I would also too say that one of the greatest things that Jesus ever modeled for his disciples, Jesus could have he could have uh, really um, left a final stamp of anything mm-hmm. on his disciples. And that was a stamp of servanthood. He got out a towel, he got out a wash basin, and he began to wash his disciples' feet. The greatest among those serve. Mm-hmm. And if just the entrepreneurs out there and the, and the folks out there, maybe you have employees or maybe you have some frustrating clients. Maybe you have a contract that's like me sitting on somebody's um, a several thousand dollar contract that's sitting on somebody's desk unsigned right now and you're frustrated because it's not moving is that when we look at servanthood in business i think maybe a, a good thing for us to be would to maybe call that frustrating client or, or call that employee in or that, that 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 maybe that client is not moving towards that decision mm-hmm. and just to pick up the phone and say how can i serve you yes. just, just thinking of you today what can i do for your business what, what's something i can do just to serve you what do you need from me and look for those opportunities to do something that it's not demanding, uh, it's not expected. And I think if we have the heart and a desire to serve, I think that those things go bold and go well for us. Because who does that in the business community? But I yes. think if we model that with Jesus put in the hands of the disciple, mm-hmm. is the greatest will serve. Mm-hmm. The greatest will serve. And I believe that serving people in a different way can bring God's uh, can bring God's uh, presence into the business that we do. Yes. I love everything that you've uh, you've said and uh, thank you. And I love, you know, with Daniel and there's a book that I've read and I always get the author's name wrong. So it's either Chris Hodges. I think it's Chris Hodges, The Daniel Dilemma. Yeah, yeah Pastor you know, Chris. Oh, yeah. amazing. And, and uh, I don't know the second part, but it's all around how Daniel just kept to his faith and, and to, you know, and, and, and so we're reminded as Christian entrepreneurs that there are certain values that we, you know, want to uphold, our Christian values. And just through speaking, that and I've heard examples of how people have been asked to do something which really would have been completely against uh, what God requires of us but with respect and and sharing why and people start to respect us for that you know and I think we can really make an impact in our attitudes in our approaches in the same tokens when we are ambassadors of Jesus we will be uh, we, we need to be mindful of course of the things that we do participate in and, and what we do as well but it's a, a great reminder for us talking about adversity creating opportunity when adversity strikes it can be so easy to fall into that you know that cycle of worry anxiousness fear and so forth but you say which is so true and it's a reminder that this could be a catalyst for growth for those who see through the eyes of faith how can we have those eyes of faith yeah absolutely i think that we number one is that we can't afford to limit ourselves. I think we need to lift the lift our eyes, and we need to see above our, our own limitations. So we need to start seeing ourselves through how God sees us. God is a God of all possibilities. And I think the thing that's maybe uh, I think really helped me in my faith journey here this last season is that 
you know, outside in, in ministry, God had given me, graced me and given me a certain giftings. And some of it's my personality. Some of it's my disposition. Some of it is just, uh, just the gifts that he's given me to, to speak and to coach and to train and to really have uh, just favor in connecting with people. And really, as I begin to look at my journey and, and look at what does it look like to forge forward in faith with my journey, is it God hasn't, uh, he's not a, um, He's not having a personality conflict. I'm still the same person, regardless mm -hmm. of whether I'm ministry. Those gifts are still alive. Those talents are still there. And if God has gifted you and I, and you have gifting, certain giftings, and you're a wonderful host, and so that's something that God has gifted you to be. And so the things that he's gifted me to be in my lane, you know, we have a responsibility. If, if we know that God has graced us and stamped something in us that we know is from him, is that we have a responsibility to him to allow those things to grow and to develop and to go not just with the flow and the norm, but to go above and beyond. And he's given us those gifts, those talents, and those abilities um, to really not just um, do well in business and do well in ministry, but really to be faith catalysts for us, mm -hmm. to be those faith catalysts for us when we just step into the two or three things that God has called us, that we just step out in faith and that God, I know it's not the vocational ministry, but I know that this is how you, you've wired me. And I know that these are some things that you've put in me. I can't escape these. I can't run from these. These are things that maybe uh, don't come natural to other people. And I think too, and that's another thing, what comes natural to you that don't come natural to other people? Mm -hmm. What are those things that people say, I could never do that. I could never start a podcast. I could never grab a microphone and speak on stage. I, I could never share the Bible like that. I could never start a business. But so what are those things that come natural to you and those things that God's graced you? If God's graced those things for you, allow those things to be peer through, the, through God's potential in you mm -hmm. and not just what you've been doing. And yes. really, I think for me, and, and this is not, um, uh, I don't say this uh, to any disrespect to ministry or, or mm -hmm. pastoral ministries, but for me, I knew that I was limiting what God wanted to do in me if I continued to stay in that lane. And the beautiful thing is he's allowed me now, now I get to serve churches, not just uh, devoted to serve one house of worship. And now I get to serve other churches. And uh, tomorrow morning uh, here um, uh, in the Southern United States, I get the chance to be on a Zoom call just like this and just uh, speak and develop and lead and to invest into a, a, a young thriving church that, um, that, that I can serve and be a part of. And so, for me, uh, seeing how God's going to use me tomorrow, and, and I'm going to start that call, I'm going to end that call, I'm going to get off that call, and I'm going to be, man, God, because I stepped out in faith, and I just took that next step. You took over. Mm -hmm. That wasn't my insight. Those weren't my words and everything. I, that was in my notes. Mm -hmm. And so I think if we just take that faith step, and sometimes uh, you know, people are looking uh, a leap of faith, and you won't find a leap of faith in Scripture. Isn't that funny? That's such a mantra in society. Yeah, uh, but we see it as the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Mm. What's that step I need to take today to show God real in my life and my business? But if we string that up every day, if we look for that one thing every day, we're going to look back uh, a month from now and a year from now, and people will say, wow, you've taken a leap of faith. No, it's just a daily it's journey with him thing. and trusting in him, sustaining me, helping giving me insight and clarity to the next thing he's calling me to step out in. Yeah, so, so true. My goodness, I have just uh, just been just so um, blessed by what you have said uh, today. And I know Thank that uh, all of our listeners 
and uh, viewers certainly have as well. And, you know, what it really shows us is as we are going through seasons that can very well be challenging and, you know, adversities, that when we take that step of faith, he will be there. He will meet us. And often he's Absolutely. waiting to say, what are we going to do? You know, there is a, you know, opportunities galore waiting. We just need to take that step. Uh, and, and trust and faith. I'd love for you to share, if you will, Jeremy, a little bit more about the work that you do. How can people connect with you? What's the best way? Absolutely. I'm fairly active on social media. And so on Instagram, you can find me at just, just my name, just find me at, at Jeremy Holstrom. And uh, as a matter of fact, I'll be doing a little bit more live um, video in my stories and also to mm -hmm. on Facebook here the weeks to come. So you want to maybe get a little bit more insight into some of the teaching points and things that can encourage you. And on Facebook, I have two. Um, for the business side, it's Jeremy Holstrom Coaching. If you want to find out more about business and some things I'll be uh, doing to uh, just invest into the business community. And then uh, if you want to see what me and the family and the dogs are up to, you can certainly follow me on Facebook at Jeremy Holstrom. Uh, but what I would like to do is maybe extend uh, just, just to be a blessing and to serve uh, your community is um, if the first three uh, callers would just maybe just email me at, Jer at Jeremy Holstrom, Jeremy Holstrom at Gmail and just maybe an insight that you got or an encouraging mm -hmm. moment or something you picked up from this call, the first three people that would do that, I would love just to do a, a complimentary one hour of coaching consultation. Mm -hmm. So maybe something that you're working through personally or something mm -hmm. uh, in your business or something stirred you really on this call just to really want to connect more. I would just love to take an opportunity to do that. So uh, you can go ahead and email me something you learned and something that you gleaned from this call and then I'll get a hold of you and we can set something up just to oh, spend a fabulous. little bit of time That's together. just so, um, so generous of you. Thank you so much. One of the things that I've uh, been doing and you may have seen us on one of our other lives is say a word of prayer. May I do that for you before we finish up the show? I love it. Thanks so much. Okay. Father God, thank you for an opportunity to speak with Jeremy today and that he really can speak uh, some truth and hope into our lives, particularly for those of us who are going through a season uh, of trial, a season where perhaps we had uh, planned that something has happened and now we, we are faced with uh, big decisions and uncertainty. Father, there is no such thing as uncertainty when you are involved. You already have a pathway mapped out and it may just be, um, as we heard uh, through Jeremy's testimony, that it is just the next season and every single opportunity, every single thing that we have been involved, as Jeremy has with his ministry, has now really prepared him to speak into uh, the lives of businesses, executives and professionals as he continues uh, to really coach them around leadership. Father, we just want to ask uh, for your continued blessing and favour on Jeremy as he grows his business, as he starts to work with even more clients and as he starts to get his name out there. Father, we also want to pray for his family, uh, his children. We just ask that you continue to, to bless them too. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much. I Thank appreciate having so me on the, on the call today. Uh, one of the things that I'm saying to all of my guests, and I'd love to extend that opportunity, this is not my platform, this is our platform. So any time that you have a particular message uh, that you think is going to be valuable, reach on back out. I know that I'm certainly not alone when I'd say we, we would love to have you back to, to share your insights. Um, to help us grow businesses that honour him in every way. So thanks once again for coming on the show. A pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. 
Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.